surprise, cabron. I'm sure all of you are just as excited as me because today is Blue Beetle release day. I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm going to go watch it right now and come right back. I got the Beetle Blues, the Blue Beetle Blues. That was misleading because I actually really enjoyed this movie. Wow. Was I pleasantly surprised. My expectations for this were very, very low. I was excited, but I wasn't very hopeful. Why was I excited? I just love superhero movies and it's Friday. Like, who doesn't want to see a movie on a Friday? That's what they're for. I don't want to spoil anything. I'll do our usual trend. Let's start off with what I thought of the movie overall. And then I'll give you a chance to tune out if you haven't seen it yet. For those of you who don't know, the DC Universe has pretty much done a complete overhaul. Gal Gadot, Henry Cavill, all those actors that you love, they're all gone. Although Gal Gadot is a little ambiguous, but I'm pretty sure she's gone too. And James Gunn, the guy who did the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, is now running all of DC film, which is pretty exciting because he's really good. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, that trilogy is one of the best superhero trilogies ever. However, that being said, He isn't directly involved in this film because this film was pretty much done by the time he took over. But he did say that this is the first film of his new universe. Like it, that's hard to say because he says Superman Legacy is the first film that will take place in his universe. Blue Beetle, though, it does take place in the DCU, even though it isn't the technical first film of DCU's like first phase. I know it's confusing, but the whole thing with Warner Bros. and DC is confusing, but I get it. He kind of took over a mess, so it's going to be awkward until his first Superman movie comes out and they can be like, okay, now it's starting. But I think the reason why Blue Beetle takes place in the DCU is because of the fact that it doesn't have really any references to the old guard, Henry Cavill, Jason Momoa, uh, who is that guy that played Barry Allen again, Ezra Miller. Ben Affleck, all those people aren't in Blue Beetle, so it's easy to picture it as part of this new universe. I think that was one of the issues with Black Adam, among many, let's be real, was that Henry Cavill was at the end of Black Adam as Superman. So how are you supposed to play that off as, oh, it's in the DCU, but Henry Cavill's Superman? No, it's a little awkward. So this is the first official movie in this new era of DC, and I thought it was really fun. George Lopez Homie is one of my favorite comedic actors. And I was all into this film from the start too because I came in with, I snuck in some tacos, some nachos. I got into the whole vibe and I loved it. It was such a good time. I think, again, if this isn't your thing, don't go see it. It's not going to be like one of those movies that wins Oscars or gets awards. It's just a really fun, good time movie with a lot of heart, a lot of action, the CGI, the VFX, all that was really well done. But yeah, it's not going to be like The Dark Knight, you know? It's it's just a fun movie. Think of it like how you feel about Ant-Man, but a little more heart than that. That's kind of how you'll feel about Blue Beetle. Another thing I'll say, if you do decide to go see Blue Beetle, there is two after credits. The first one happens relatively close after the movie ends, and it's very important for the future of this franchise. The second after credits, however comes right at the very very end and honestly it's bs it's not really worth your time just look up what happens especially if you have to pee i don't know about you all but for me usually i'm dying when i'm waiting for these after credits because i have to pee so bad so sometimes it's just not worth waiting 
that's it for our general thoughts of the movie. If you haven't seen it, tune out. Maybe wait for it to come out on Crave if you don't really want to spend the money. And then come back when you've seen it. So let's turn a little switch. You know, roll down the blinds. Let's get right into the full... Why did I say roll down the blinds? It doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> let's just get right into the full review of the movie. So this movie started out very good. Let's look at the budget for this film. Because the reality is, it doesn't matter how good or even how bad a movie is, as long as it makes money. Like, Venom 2 was bad. And you know they're doing another one. Actually, they've already announced that they're doing a third one. Because it just makes money. Studios don't care if a movie's shit or not. They care if you go and buy the tickets. So, Blue Beetle needs to make a profit if it's gonna... Okay, and the good news is, it's only a $100 million budget. Which might seem like a lot, but for context... Let's look up the budget of The Flash, which I actually would argue Blue Beetle is better than The Flash. Um, the Flash had a budget of, I'm pulling it up right now, The Flash had a budget of $200 million, so double the budget. Realistically, Blue Beetle needs to make $350, $400, I think, around that. Maybe even $300 would be good enough, and I think we'd have a chance at a sequel, especially because of the circumstances of What's when it's coming out? People don't know what's happening with DC. There's a superhero fatigue that's setting in, which, mind you, it's not a superhero fatigue. It's a bad movie fatigue. All right, we have enough superhero films. If you want us to actually sit in those seats, you have to make it really enticing. Now, for me, you don't. Let's be real. I'll go see almost anything. I have a subscription, I get two free movie passes a month, and I just like going to the movies. I'm not the person you have to convince to go to your movie. It's the average person. The person who doesn't even know what a Blue Beetle is. Those are the people you got to convince. And I think for this film, if they turn around a $300 million box office on a $100 million budget, I think they'd probably do another one. I'm surprised the budget was so low because it looked like a pretty expensive movie, but I guess $100 million is still a lot, right? Now, this movie had so much heart let's get more into that the father dying and then they had that kind of it's almost like that black panther scene where he sees his father in that plane of the different plane of existence that was really amazing i teared up man i teared up that was so well done i felt like this family had so much anger to them based on how they feel like they've been treated up until this point and they deserve to just kick ass that grandma was so funny with the turret the end where he gets that giant sword and they have the big fight and which was really cool and also that henchman you thought he was this mindless stupid henchman but he had a really sad and dramatic story it made me more sympathetic to his villainy that's the way to put it what else george lopez please don't die like his father was dying was the canon event that, let's keep it at that <laughs> george lopez needs to survive i didn't really feel anything for their love interest i wasn't invested in it that actress was okay and i feel like she's gonna be a really good character moving forward especially now that we know that her father's still alive but do i care about her romantic interests jamie's romantic interests because they're intertwined obviously no i don't i don't give a shit i care about the family dynamic that's what really stuck out to me i care about the tech like what's where did the blue beetle come from that's very interesting but none of that romantic stuff means anything to me all the side characters were so good. The mom, the grandma, the father. Oh, when the father is sitting on the chair and he's like, I don't I, I don't know what my purpose is, but I know what it is in this moment. That really hit home. 
and then he sees him after he died in that other plane which part of me thinks that's probably just the blue beetle speaking to him to get him to wake up because its goal is to keep the host alive but i hope that's not the case overall i'd give this movie an 85 on the savvy meter a solid 85 and i recommend you go see it because good superhero movies especially are very hard to come by as always i have so much fun talking to you all and I'm so grateful for anyone that takes the time to listen. What a great surprise drop this has been. Mark Savvy of Savvy Geeks, signing. Out.